0: Welcome to the How to Be a Minimalist podcast. My name is Katie, and I'm your host. Thanks so much for joining us today. We hope you enjoy, and don't forget to check the links and the details of this podcast episode. You'll find out how to become a patron, where to find my YouTube videos, and also you can find out more about the books that I've written. This is episode number 117, How to Budget Fun Stuff. Hey there, minimalists. Katie here, and... Josiah. That's right. Before we jump into the personal update stuff, there are just a few things I want to mention. First off, thank you so much to Jesse and Eleni for becoming patrons. It's so sweet of you all to join over there and keep this show on the road. It really, really does support the show. There are so many different costs for podcasting. So thanks to all the patrons for supporting, and I definitely appreciate that. Don't forget that February 28th Pacific Standard Time is the last chance to be grandfathered into the $3 per month price. So if you become a patron, you will be locked into the $3 price and you will not have to pay the $5 patron Price That will be starting March 1st. Next month, I'm going to officially be changing the Patreon layout and kind of how I do things over there. But I'm easing into that this month with a little challenge that I'm hosting as well as participating in. That is live. And yeah, if you become a patron, you can participate in that as well.
1: You haven't told me about this. Is there anything I can do in your challenge? Are
0: you a patron? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, so every month I'm I'm picking something that is very either helpful to minimalism and simple living. I'm definitely going to be diving into that sort of thing. But this month I've been thinking a lot. Well, we've been talking a lot about meditation, and that is the little challenge for the month. We're, I'm going to be doing an episode on that, and then also having that as a challenge, but oh, okay. I want it to become a more involved place. I just kind of put the episodes out right now and that's good. I think people enjoy them, but I would like people to leave comments and talk about what they're mm. enjoying. About
1: are you going to be, be meditating at all?
0: Absolutely. Interesting. I have been. Okay. Yeah. So oh, you have been? I have been. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll talk about that more later. <laughs> okay. But that's what the episode is on, and that is what the challenge is. So if you want to join in, it's going to be good. I'm excited. I also am thinking there will be videos, but I'm not totally committing to that yet. I really have been wanting to marry my YouTube channel and the how to be a minimalist stuff for a long time, Mm. and I'm trying to do that. So kind of integrating the best of both worlds with video. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so I'm excited. For my personal update I have to say, I am loving my goals for 2022. And I know for those of you that have not been around for a long time, you might be wondering why is she talking about goals instead of minimalism? But honestly, that is why I practice minimalism or one of the many reasons I want to accomplish things in my life. And the goals that I've made this year are very, very different. So, uh, very much more towards living and doing fun things. And it's it's been so hard to accomplish these goals. (laughs) Okay, that was sarcasm. But anyway, it's been really fun. So first off, I had a goal or have a goal to read 22 books this year. And I finished listening to the ABC Murders by Agatha Christie. And I'm I used to listen to well, I used to read all of her books when I was a kid, but I'm really having fun listening to those again. It's been a little bit nostalgic, but also they're just so timeless and amazing. It's really good. Another goal that I had this year was to spend time with an individual family member once each week and so our daughter and I went on a little writing trip, and that was so much fun you got you guys hung out. our son and Josiah hung out while we were gone. I think you did some fun things, but we just made it really simple. We took a lot of our own food. We rented an Airbnb with a kitchen. We just pretty much wrote, watched movies, and hung out on the beach and ate. It was awesome.
1: Yeah, it was cool. I had a good time, too. It was really nice. Yeah. In fact, I think that's kind of the kind of thing that you're going to talk about in the episode today. Am I right?
0: Definitely part of it. I thought about it a lot when we were gone. It was like, this is something we need to chat about in an episode. I also got another video up. It's a dandy blend frappuccino recipe video, but I also show off my pillow that I crocheted that I talked to you all for a long time and a couple of other things. I can't remember what's in that video, but you can check that out on my YouTube channel in the link in the details. Did you have anything you wanted to say about your goals this year? No. Okay.
1: They're going fine. They're going fine. All right. That's my report (laughs) versus yours. Uh,
0: This is typical of conversation in our family. I'm just kidding. (laughs) One of the goals that we made this year was to live more, but that's also definitely something that I've been focusing on in my goals. I've loved it. It's been awesome to create these goals for 2022 and have them go so well. Honestly, I kind of thought that when I set my goals that were all just kind of like fun goals, which is something that I feel like I needed more of in my life. I thought that I would be letting go of some of the other more serious achievements that I have. But honestly, I feel like because I am resting my mind more in between and things like that, I have let the more serious goals take their natural course and they've still been getting accomplished and it's been awesome. It's not like, well, you do this and then you let go of that. No, I feel like they both have been kind of naturally occurring. And that's one of the biggest reasons why I practice minimalism is to get, the things done that are really important to me, whether that's having fun or the more serious things like I want to podcast all year or different things like that. Do you feel like that about minimalism? Like I know that that's one of my big motivators for practicing minimalism and having less to look after is so I can get stuff done. But do you look at minimalism like that?
1: No, I don't look at it that way at all. Mm. For me, it's more of a stress reliever Mm. Mm -hmm. than anything. I'm no matter what I've done in my life, I've never had time for anything. So it just feels like I, (laughs) nothing's changed in that aspect for me. So,
0: What about in our budget, though? Because the way we practice minimalism has definitely allowed us to do more things that we want to do.
1: Yeah, it's true. It depends on who you are. You know, I would say probably the majority of people our age in our country, most people have a lot of things that they can cut out of their budget.
0: Yeah, I think most people want to be doing more with their money. Most people are not, the, you know, whether you're looking at wealth as being relative to your country or a different country, most people that we know are not like super wealthy. Most people are struggling financially and it's quite possibly because of their own choices for sure. Like I know that we've been in that position where we've had our highs and our lows on a budget. But when you stick to the budget, you find that, yeah, you can cut out so much stuff. And there are things that are Ridiculous that we spend money on and that we shouldn't. And I would say for several months now, we've been doing a really good job. We, we've like almost hit perfection with our budget, but that's not always been the case. And I feel like the times when we haven't budgeted, when we haven't been careful, when we haven't taken an honest look at our budget, those are the months where you feel impoverished just based on how you can't sleep at night because you have either spent your money poorly in the past or and are trying to straighten it out or because there's really relative to what social requirements are around you. Like you just don't have the money to do those things. Mm. It's so interesting. That is, it is, I don't know. I hope that this is not offensive to anyone listening because it is, it's a worldwide podcast. I hope everyone does get something out of it. I would say as minimalists, We tend to say no to a lot of stuff. And so even if we are looking for things to cut out, sometimes we are so focused on saying no, no, no. And we end up saying no to fun things instead of saying, well, minimalism is here so that I can say yes to the right things. (laughs)
1: Uh, This is reminding me of that episode of Parks and Rec. When I can't remember her name, Donna and whatever that guy, they have that day where they treat yourself, you know, once a year they have the day they call treat yourself and then they go and they just blow all their money and they just do whatever they really want to do. It's really exaggerated, ridiculous things, you know. And then one day one time they do it they decide to drag along drag along a guy who never <laughs> spends money on himself who never treats himself to anything. And the whole time he's just disgusted by all the things that they're doing. He's like I can't believe you're doing this, but then he finally gets convinced, you know what? I'm going to do this one thing for me. And he buys himself a Batman costume.
0: Oh my gosh. And he's so like I funny. really needed this,
1: <laughs> you know. Um I'm not obviously encouraging you know, treating yourself and doing all that, but like right. it's okay to or you it's necessary to come up with something. It's necessary to do something to enjoy your life. Yeah. And uh I guess I guess when I think about that, I think about my parents and maybe mm-hmm. even our our grandparents. Like what did they do? Well they lived in a much more frugal time, you know, or yeah. didn't have near the I guess uh resources that we have but you remember what they did you know what fun they had and how they yeah. figured it out it may be a little different from the fun we have when we go and do things as a family or how we treat ourselves but there there were ways in which they treated themselves maybe that's a little off topic no asking?
0: no i the very first thing let's just dive right into it i would say that i think without treating yourself you end up in a life rut Or maybe even are more susceptible to depression or anxiety or things like that. And again, we're not encouraging anyone to go and blow their savings or anything like that. But what we've found is that one of the best remedies for any of that kind of stuff, winter blues, um, just, just making sure that life stays fresh and spicy is having something to look forward to. So each month when we create our budget, we go through and we write down all the bills and necessary things, food, all that. And then we make sure that we budget for each individual family member a certain amount of um, blow money or spending money. And then we also allot an amount for family money. And there have been times when this has been $5 (laughs) and been a very, very small amount. And there are times when this is able to be a little bit more But either way, we take that money and then we look at... We don't just go and look at what we can spend it on. We look as in like, ooh, I want to go and buy this item. Now, our son loves Lego. And so I would say that he does look forward to buying Legos with that. But there are a lot of times when we're like, ooh, now we can go on a camping trip. Or, ooh, now we can have a fun hike and we can grab some snacks on the way with some of this spending money. So having something to look forward to... you. A lot of times you need resources for that, even if it's just travel fare or you need to have some food purchased, especially for that or food out or whatever. It doesn't have to be super expensive what you do that you are looking forward to. But making sure that you have a little tiny bit to ensure that you can have that thing to look forward to. It just makes life life
1: better. It does make life better having something to look forward to, even if it's small. It doesn't. We've gone We've established this because we've gone months where we didn't. Yeah. Many, many, many months. Yep. And We tried and, it. It's you know, so great. One of us has said, you know, I'm done with this. Like, I need something to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> I can't just keep pushing every single month, squeezing every single month, and then yep. not do anything fun. Yeah. Just because time gets away from us, or, or, or maybe even like, we just not don't make it a priority. Absolutely. So,
0: well, when... Our daughter and I got back from our trip. We were pulling into park and she was like, oh, now there's nothing to look forward to. And I was like, well, we're just going to have to create something else to look forward to. And that was an interesting conversation we had when the weather was just, oh, my goodness. It's been much better in February. But I would say September through December, we were just hammered with rain and floods and flood watches and flood warnings and all kinds of crazy stuff and very little sunshine. And the kids were talking about like, I just, I think I have winter blues or different things like that. And honestly, those kinds of conversations are so good. I'm so glad that the kids were open about that. But it also freaks me out because of where we live and the mental health is, it can be absolutely challenging. Like that's a real thing. And so one of our conversations, I was like, we need something to look forward to. It it really helps. And honestly, that was a conversation that's been ongoing this winter, but it did help and it totally helps. And this, this trip was something to look forward to, but there are also other little things. Uh, we That's a very rare thing. We've been planning that trip for like a year. So I would say it was one of the more expensive things that we've done, but there's so many things that we do that are actually really inexpensive and just require Yeah, very fuel. simple.
1: Yeah. Very simple things. Definitely.
0: The first step, though, is absolutely getting that down in your budget. And if you don't know what your budget is, if you don't create a budget, you don't know how much you have to spend. And that's a little side note that I want to take on here is that if you don't budget, you're not going to have the peace of mind that I really do have a couple of bucks to go and get a coffee with a friend or I really do have a little bit of money so that I can go and hang out on the beach on my day off and get there. Like if you don't budget, you're not going to have that peace of mind and it's not going to be as fun. It will be tainted.
1: You do. If you do it, you won't enjoy it as much because you'll feel like you're taking some sort of risk.
0: Yeah. I remember being in a restaurant one time and I think I probably ruined the meal, but I was like, I can't even enjoy this meal because I'm so stressed out about money. I just remember thinking, this is, this doesn't even taste good because I'm so stressed out right now. I don't even know <laughs> if we can afford this. It was like so ridiculous thinking back. Like, why didn't we just do a budget? I don't know. Anyway, so do the budget, figure out what you can afford and, uh, and, and write it out. Get it on the paper. The second thing on my outline here is, you need to ask yourself so that you can create that budget. What are you willing to sacrifice in order to have more experiences? Unless you just have a lot of excess income, like you have to figure out what you're going to sacrifice because a lot of times we're wasting our free money um, or our freed up money, I should say, our excess on things that we don't really need. Like, Are there meals that you could cook instead of spending out? Do you really need to buy cafe drinks or can you make them at home? I don't even drink coffee. I've never drunk coffee before, but I love those cafe type drinks. They're really fun. I usually make them with dandy blend or something like that. But every time I go and buy one, it's crazy how expensive a frappuccino is when I can make it for like 50 cents at home. It's wild. And I think it tastes better and you get more. There are lots of little things like that that you can do to sacrifice and ask yourself, like, what am I willing to give up so that I can have an experience instead? Josiah and I have been talking about all of our subscription streaming services and things like that, and one is going to raise their prices pretty soon. It might even be this month. So we've been talking about, is it still worth it for us to have this? And our kids were listening. Do you remember that day when I was like, mm-hmm. I don't even know. If, okay.
1: so They've been uh, making suggestions. Yeah. Because they know what their watching habits are. And I've heard mm-hmm. multiple people talk recently about, like, I, mean, I subscribed to so many things I don't even know anymore. right. Or I subscribed to that like three years ago. I haven't used it since. They just mm-hmm. don't they don't know.
0: Well, our kids were listening when we were having that conversation, and I said, I would rather spend this money. I'd rather cancel the service and spend the money on books or like digital or DVDs because we have like this big case where we keep all of our DVDs. so it's, it actually takes up a really small amount of space. And oh man, the whole time we were on our trip, Every time our daughter thought of something, she was like, you know, if we cancel, I would love to get this book instead. So like, could we use this as a fund? (laughs) Can we make this a monthly thing? She is, but how cool is that? Right. Like she's, she's seeing the value of that money and saying, well, we could get this instead. I think that's cool. Mm, It's true. So I think we all need to be a little bit more like that. Like, okay, I spend this much money every month on this soda or whatever which soda's gotten crazy expensive, by the way. And uh, if that's your thing, that's okay. That's your thing. And that's what you want to spend your money on. That's great. But if there's something that you've got, what can you sacrifice? What else could that money look like? And I think when we kind of liquefy that money and say, "Oh, well, this is not just soda or a cafe drink or whatever. It's 20 bucks every month. It looks different. And we start to think of other things that we could do with that money. The last item on my list is... If the budget is tight, how can you get creative about stretching it out and making that small bit of money that you can pull into your fun experience, budget or fund? How can you stretch it out so that you can do more stuff with it? I think we are actually pretty good at this.
1: Yeah, I think this is where we're. Yeah, we excel. I really do think not that we squeeze our pinch our pennies to have fun, but like our ideas of fun. uh, we We are pretty happy with cheap ideas of fun yeah and it bothers me when people aren't <laughs> have you ever met those kind of people i i hear it a lot from teenagers oh there's nothing to do around here that's because you're boring yeah there's actually a lot of cool stuff it's to do true. <laughs> <laughs> and most of it is just free and it's cool yeah you know? but i think people when they think of going on a trip or doing something fun, it almost always requires. It's almost like, it's not fun if I'm not spending money.
0: Well, I think that a lot of people don't, they haven't practiced that. Because it is an art a little bit. It's like a muscle that you have to work out a little bit to be creative as far as doing things and having fun. I think we're easily entertained in some ways, but we're not like... Idiots or anything. We like, we want to have a good time. We just have learned how to be creative about how to have a good time and also simple things like take your own food. Food is crazy expensive now. So like, if you want to go on a trip, take as much of your own food as possible so that you can go on a day trip, wrap up some sandwiches. The food can be delicious, but also simple and not cost an a Lake to purchase while you're out. It also allows you to go into places where maybe there's a really cool hike or a beautiful lake you can go and see, or there's an awesome museum or something like that, but not necessarily the easiest food around. It's just one of the most expensive areas of doing something, I would say, is, is a food area. And so if you can find a way to trim out things like that or taking your own water or your own drink or whatever. All of those simple things allow you to go and do other things for a lot cheaper. I would say also, like you were talking about this with people maybe being boring, (laughs) but sometimes friends or family, they have a certain expectation of how something is gonna go if they've already planned it out. Might even come across as like kind of being socially awkward if you're like, oh, we all plan to go to a restaurant, but can we just come to my house instead? Like changing someone else's plans can be a little bit maybe abrasive. Is that a good way to put Mm, that?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's true. We've been in that situation before where it's like, we're all going to go eat at, insert most expensive restaurant you can think of. We experienced this when we were like, at our poorest. Yes. Family meeting. We're all going to meet at this place. And we're like, okay, we can't. We literally cannot afford anything no. here. <laughs> we could, we could. <laughs> it was so expensive. I remember yeah. that. And well, the, the thing is, no one could afford it in 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 this family. No one could afford it. Like one person. The rest of us were all like, oh, my gosh. Well, What <laughs> I
0: thought was so funny was everyone was like, we'll just put it on the credit card. Isn't that what you do? <laughs> we're like, no, that's not what we do.
1: But I, it was, in that uh, situation, there was nothing else to do. There really wasn't. We literally shared a meal and there was nothing else that we could have done about that. We were young and poor. Yeah. And But it would have been wrong to be like, put up a big stink about it and try to change everybody's plans. Yeah. It would have been wrong.
0: Yes, Absolutely. So I would say in those situations, you know, if you're going to try some of this stuff, if you're like, okay, I'm going to be on a budget and also I want to have fun. Don't start your project of involving others with, I'm going to change the next thing we do together that's Hmm. planned out. Plan something, invite people over and show them what it's like to have fun without spending a whole bunch of money. And I would say that's the thing to do. That's one
1: of the things that I've always liked about my side of the family typically there is no expectation to entertain it's like we're all gonna get together and that is what we're going to do for fun yeah bring food and yeah (laughs) food and games like that's literally it and enjoy hanging out together and there's nothing other than that there's no real money spent typically on my side of the family and uh, there's no like
0: crazy expensive meal except for that but
1: (laughs) (laughs) Typically, it's like, okay, well, we're all getting together for this and people are coming from far away, but there's no like, so what are we going to do while everybody's here? Like, where are we going to go? There's this expectation, like spend a bunch of money and plan a bunch of stuff. It's just being together is fun. That makes things cheap and it's easy to budget, that kind of thing.
0: Well, and also it makes every level of every financial level or every family, every financial level feel comfortable too. Because there are a lot of times when we've been around people that were clearly in a wealthier situation than we were. And not just that really expensive meal that we've been in positions like that before where we were the ones that were like, oh, we shouldn't be doing this. Or we, we felt like we had to say no because we just couldn't. Participate in something like that. And so sometimes when you do that stuff, you actually widen your circle because you are allowing anyone to come over or to do whatever it is that you've got planned that's really inexpensive. And I think it's, it relaxes everybody. I actually was in a position one time, I, and I, it was a long time ago, but I invited a bunch of gals over for tea and cookies or something like that. And we were all just going to hang out. And I had two of the women confess that, and they'd been big spenders. They both told me individually, this was such a fun thing to do. And I'd never thought of doing this before. I can't remember what the activity was that I'd planned, but they were like, it's, it gets so expensive to do all these activities. And it, it shocked me because we had been going to a restaurant or doing this or that here and there. And it was, it was very surprising to hear these gals that had been some of the bigger spenders say, I'm glad that you planned something like this—it was so fun and so simple. I was like, "Okay, well, that's if we funny. all feel this way, yeah,
1: everybody's feeling it. So why don't we? Yeah. Why are we still doing this?"
0: I know. It, well, it makes you wonder because I—I think a lot more people feel that way than they're willing to say because you don't want to be the one that's like, "Hey, I don't want to do this stuff anymore." So that's where if you're ready to kind of ease your family, friend, group into doing things that are more budget-friendly, if you're trying to save up or different things like that. Just just plan something really fun and make it easy and invite, welcome people in. And you might be surprised at how many people are like, hey, this is awesome. Let's do this more often. Yeah.
1: yeah. For my family, it was, um, my parents excelled at cheap, fun trips. Six kids, uh, not a ton of money. And so, you know, most of our family trips, I can think of the places we went and the things we did. They were cheap. They were camping. We did a lot of camping. Mm-hmm. And uh, we visited national parks quite often. Yeah, camping in national parks is pretty much what we did. I don't think as a family we ever went to see a movie in the theater altogether. We went to Disneyland once.
0: Your parents surprised you and everything. Yeah, oh, it.
1: they surprised all of us. We didn't know. It was crazy.
0: They probably had so much fun thinking about that and figuring it out. And
1: it was expensive back then. It was oh, yeah. not like today, but it was ex- very expensive to do. But, but most of ours were camping camping and visiting national parks. We went to Yosemite a thousand times, you know, but like that's what we did. And those still costly, you know, but my parents, we never ate out ever. It was always like mom and dad brought food always.
0: Well, I've been wondering because our RV trips are getting more expensive. I've been wondering like, man, is it, is it just me or are these RV sites almost as much as a hotel or an Airbnb? But we were kind of shocked at the sticker price of, the Airbnb that we got, we had to up our budget a little bit so that our daughter and I could go on this little trip. And we just stayed two nights. But I was very surprised that no, RVing is still way, way yep. cheaper. prices are up. Because, yeah. But RVing is cheaper. It's it true. absolutely is. And, it, you know, yes, we, we do have to lug this thing around. And so that costs fuel. But when you take your house... And when you don't have to pay for this and that and you can cook everything and everything is here, the ease of going, it's is—it's pretty sweet. It's really nice. Not that the Airbnb was bad. It was good. But it does show me like we do have a lot of really, really inexpensive fun just because we live in our RV. (laughs) It's pretty awesome. I would say that in my family, we did kind of more expensive things, but less of them probably because of all the piano stuff and the piano conventions and things like that we did that every year but it was still all done on a budget i'll i'll never forget like feeling like we had to smuggle our food into the hotel room and stuff like that we are staying like at really expensive hotels we were all dragging our granola bars and cereal in and things like that <laughs> it was pretty fun my minimalist challenge for you today is when you create your budget for march which we strongly suggest you create a budget it's awesome uh, budget. Or
1: whatever month you're listening to this in, by the way. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's a podcast. Yes.
0: No, you must listen to it now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm thinking about finishing up our budget. So that's why I'm like, do it now. But yeah, when you create your budget for the month, make sure that you budget the money for at least one fun activity. Even if it's just travel fare, that might be what you can afford. Maybe you can afford buying a little bit of Something extra in your out of your grocery budget so that you can take it with you on a little trip or an activity where you're having some friends over or whatever, but hmm. make a little room for some fun in your life. Something to look
1: forward to. I like something that. To make sure. To. In fact, you might even in your budget if you write it, we, we write ours, you might even put a line in there that says something to look forward to. Absolutely.
0: Thank you so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed. And remember, it is all about the experiences,
1: not the stuff.